<laughs> hey guys, so you know that um, Tony Todd, the man who plays the Candyman? Yeah, what about him? Yeah, so, you know, I noticed on his Instagram that he is a good cook. So, if oh. Todd, you're listening to this, like, if you want to, you know, go out and get somebody to eat, it's all good, man. All right, well, now that I'm cutting Mara off and we're actually going to talk about important things. <laughs> Wait, I was going to say, warning! Sometimes we talk about adult situations and situations that may not be as suitable for, for children. children. Yeah. So, listener discretion is advised. Now, a word from our sponsors. Have you been feeling that strange sensation in your anus? You might have been pegged, but it also could have been aliens. Sometimes, when we actually talk about aliens... Now that we are two girls, one cape, please join the context of our show. Listener discretion is Now encoding transmission. Transmission encoding completed. Have you often found yourself wondering about the unsolved mysteries and weirdness that surround them all? Now, I'm not saying it's definitely aliens, but it's definitely aliens. You're listening to Three Girls, One Cape. Can you handle the truth? We're recording. We're recording. Hello, everybody. Welcome, everybody. This is a very special episode of Three Girls, One Cape. Mm -hmm. We were lucky enough to take part last night in a paranormal investigation at Parson Fields Seminary with the Paranormal Five and also uh, the main Paranormal Society, I believe. So shout out to both of them. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about our experience and we also have interesting night. Yes, it was a very interesting night. Very interesting. And we also have a video that we're going to be posting and we want to see what you guys think about the video as well. So let's get into it. Let's dive on in. Right. All right. No need for introductions. Right. Okay. So. Parson Field Seminary uh, was operated from 1832 to 1949 and is a very well-known free will Baptist school in North Parsonsfield, Maine. Um, the Parsons Field Seminary is about four buildings and they actually, we just found out that they picked up a fifth building that's uh, the old, uh, one of the old schoolhouses for the actual town of Parsonsfield. Yeah. Um and it is a property that is on the ra- uh, National Registry of Historic Places. So what makes this building or the this seminary different from all the rest of it was that it had a very active 
part in the Underground Railroad. Yeah. Absolutely. Like because yeah, of where it was uh, located that a lot of people would come uh, through Freedom, New Hampshire and um, up through like that way, cross over into this Parsons Field Seminary and uh, the man, uh, what was it, Reverend uh, John Buzzle. Yep, that's right. He was the one who kind of started this... Um, the seminary and he was very active in the um abolitionist movement yeah and um he was pretty much the one who was in charge of uh the underground railroad at that time and helping out uh the people who were traveling through the underground railroad Mm -hmm. and to add to that also uh, the principal at the time Oren b cheney was also a big uh, advocate of that sorry uh so uh the principal at the time in the 1840s my apologies oh was also a big purveyor of that yes he actually i think that um uh, Andrew told us a story in the car about yeah. how he, um, like, was known actually for going and getting these areas um, to, like, help other people. And, like, he was a very... Um, very progressive fa- guy. Yeah, very progressive. And that was the... Um, Nath- not Nathaniel Hawthorne. Um, Fred- Frederick, Frederick Lund- Douglas. Douglas. Yep, the story was that he, like, gave the local shopkeep that wouldn't serve Fred Blitz Douglas because he was black, um, like, hell. Like, literally, like, tormented this guy. Oh, what, you got a problem with my man, Frederick? Yeah. Frederick's my boy, what you trying to say? (laughs) You just tap back. (laughs) But... Besides that, the seminary uh, was very important to the town of Parsonsfield um, because not only did it house uh, runaway slaves, but they also taught Native Americans at Parsonsfield Seminary. Yeah. And some of the students that actually lived in the town were lucky enough to um, go there as well. Although we were told by the um, woman and also I saw during, uh, you know, a little bit of the research that a lot of the uh, farmers didn't like their kids attending Parsonsfield Seminary because it would mean they were going to end up losing them to going to college or, you know, leaving because they're going to get an education and be like, well, I don't want to stay in this <laughs> small town. Um, and then do you want to talk about their crazy parties? Oh, I totally drew a blank about the crazy parties. If you want to elaborate about that, I was just going to mention that. Also, for those who completed education there, pretty much got a one-way ticket to Harvard, which, yeah. you know, you know, nowadays you have to pay like hundreds of thousands of dollars. But back then, if you completed the program, you would be on your way to becoming a lawyer, you know. Yeah, so there were a lot of very established people who went yeah. through the doors of Parsons mm-hmm. Field Seminary. And... um Last night, I spent a great deal of time looking at obituaries from people who went to Parsons Field Seminary. Because of all those names, like when we were in the bell tower, there's this area of it, which we will be getting into uh, very heavily. Um, But there were just 
hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of names, like, with all these dates and everything, like, oh, all the signatures. I thought it was interesting how it was all, like, in, like, chalk and pencil. Hold on. Yeah, we'll definitely get to the bell tower, but I think we should start with the dough hall or yes. what were the dough part of the building yeah um, where we first started in the secondary uh that was uh, where they slept right right yeah that was the sleeping like the, quarters. the sleeping quarters um half was for the boys the other half was for the girls um the part that housed the boys also housed the principal or were like the living quarters for um who the principal was at the time um, but we started our investigation in the attic. And um, mm. at first, I can definitely say that, uh, you know, it definitely didn't feel like there was anything up there. There was not any excessive energy when we first went up there. It was very, um, I want to say peaceful, but I, I would it'd be foolish to say peaceful. Um, but it was definitely quiet. Um, at first. Yeah. And then, uh, we broke out a K2 meter. We had a couple of EMF detectors going and we decided to set up, uh, the laser grid system, um, after being up there for a little while. And we also set up the, uh, spirit box. Yeah. Which, um, you know, we had some activity from that, but we also had activity on, all of the EMF or K2 meters at some point. Um, one was at all the way at the opposite end and it was lighting up on its own going from uh, green to yellow to orange. And then uh, the EMF detector would beep on anything over, you know, a point ten. Yeah. Also, the spirit box um, was answering questions for a while and then it kind of dropped off um but i think that what was interesting uh i'll let vanessa explain the next part because i think that her and i had a very similar experience so i'll let her share hers first well so like you know we're up there probably about i'd say about 15 20 minutes or so into it and I like it. There was just, um, I kept like sensing something from this area off to the left, which, uh, I think is really interesting from some of the footage that we have because that's where some of those, uh, lights kept. Definitely. And, and, uh, and I thought that was really something because like I sensed it right away. I remember I kept like, I kept pointing because I knew you were down there and like, even though I couldn't like directly see you, I was trying to like, be like, yo, like I feel like there's something over here. Right. The whole entire time. And like, and I kept crouching low because I felt like something was low and it was hiding out. I thought it kind of might've been maybe an animal you know, like maybe they have like a secret pet or something, or maybe there was somebody living in there. That yeah, that wasn't supposed to be living there. Um, that's very possible because, as we know, 
um, this was a part of the Underground Railroad, so that maybe they were hiding people, um, you know, in, in the, the attic. in the attic, and they had to uh, stay to the side because uh, I, I mean, at least from you know what I kind of picked up when I was in there was that the space was definitely used for more storage. Or, you know, something maybe excess, mm-hmm. um, probably furniture, maybe yeah. not furniture, because obviously, but who knows? Like, I mean, I don't want to carry furniture up into the attic, but where else yeah. are you going to put it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you want to talk about, uh, did you have any, you know? I was just going to say that I agree with Vanessa that it did definitely did not seem like a typical ghost or human it seems like an animal or an animalist creature especially how a majority of, of us had felt like our knees or behind our knees like being like kind of like brushed against or touched and yeah yeah and it was almost like if it was an animal like if it was trying to like it was observing you right like apprehensive well i think in um you know you can be the judge of that in the video there's definitely more than one thing moving around. Yeah. Um, and you can see in the laser grid system that, like, lights will go out, other lights will stay on. And then there's a couple times when the camera tries to autofocus, which I thought was weird because... Yeah, there's even, nobody up there. Yeah, there's, there's, nobody, there's nobody up there. There's nothing that should have been, like, moving in front. Maybe, like, dust, but even before it goes, when we were all up there... It wasn't having a hard time autofocusing, yeah. and there was, you know, nine people in this yeah. attic. Yeah. Um, and then one of the things that the spirit box did say was there are two people sitting down, and it told them to stand up. And then yeah. they stood up. It said, stand up. <laughs> and then they both got up. They were so spooked. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they also uh, agreed to feeling... You know, like we were being watched and the uh, two of the girls that were in the group with us said that they had felt a um, like somebody almost like, you know, not necessarily pulling their hair, but almost like some somebody was touching it. Like mm-hmm, it felt yeah. like you were walking up against like the backside of the. Also, the more we stayed up there, I started feeling extremely tense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I- um, like it was like there was like a shift, like just before we left, there was like a shift, and I was like, "What is going on here?" I definitely felt a pressure on my chest. It's like I felt like tenseness. I felt like, and it's like, and it wasn't like I was scared or anything. Right. I wasn't scared. <clears throat> um, the only thing that scared me was I was afraid if anybody made a wrong move and woke up those wasps. Right. Me That's, too. <laughs> that was the only thing I was worried about because it, you know, it's <laughs> I know like, with the area that we were in, like, which I did get some videos of us going up there, um, which I will save. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll definitely post some of those on those Instagram there, and so. on Absolutely. the Facebook give you guys yeah. a taste of what we experienced i don't have it on the three girls one cape instagram but it is no, well, on my personal yep. instagram so you we can definitely check that so, out and eventually we will put them on the yeah. three girls one cape instagram Absolutely. yes we will and then so next from what was there anything else from that you guys felt like you wanted to talk about um from the attic 
Um, no, okay. no, not no, really. good. So we'll move down to which was like the the second floor where the dormitories were, um, and we. What happened was, uh, you know, it was definitely, you know, you could feel a little bit of energy. Definitely, like, we were being watched. But I think, obviously, it's just we're random people that are walking through this house where, you know, it's been around, like I said, since 1827 or 37 or whatever it was. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of history that has happened in this past two centuries yeah exactly so that also kind of goes into that um you know they they may not necessarily be ghosts but it's just time repeating itself and uh events that happened in certain places that repeat themselves Mm -hmm. so that could also uh, have a lot to do with you know uh, what we experienced more so on the second floor because I feel like it yeah. wasn't um, maybe more so of like a residual energy. There was a old wheelchair um, down at the end of one of the hallways and um, we had a K2 meter on there and it, w- it was going off when we were yeah. asking, um, you know, some of the questions. That's mm-hmm. where we first met the four. Right was in there which was really something that i thought was fascinating the whole entire night yeah well they i mean they kept getting brought up with brought up which so i feel it's very significant right and also um there were several numbers that repeated themselves but we'll get back to that because it's more so in the second building Mm -hmm. yeah um that that happened but definitely on the second floor um We got some activity with the spirit box. Like I said, some of the K2 meters uh, went off. And what was the guy's name? Was it Sherman? 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 Yep. Sherman and Kim. Yeah. John, I think, was downstairs. Yeah, that was mentioned downstairs. You're talking in general, my bad. No, it's okay. Yeah. Um, I was just trying to keep it like floor by floor. No, that's fine. But yeah, and then Sherman and Kim um the friend the there were friends there was two at one point right so and i think that some they somebody else in the other group mentioned twins right so i wonder if those were the twins right and then and then there was a bunch because and that's when we first like started getting all these other ones and then we continued downstairs um the kitchen was great yeah the kitchen yeah. Definitely was um very interesting. Um I had the spirit box on and like headphones in. So um, you know, I was saying what I felt and we were we had a lot of activity. We actually have um videos that we'll post on the mm-hmm. um Instagram and um on the Facebook so that everybody can see them. Yeah, to- everybody will be able to check everything out because it was very, very interesting. Um, and we'd love to hear your feedback on yeah. it. And yeah, most definitely. We highly recommend checking this out for yourselves, too. Right. Yeah, that, well, that's another thing. We'll kind of brag about Parsons Field Seminary a little yeah. bit more before we do our closing Absolutely. Um, on this. You know, because yeah. it's definitely a great place. They have lots of amazing events. We'll, like I said, we'll kind of briefly touch on some of those. Yeah. Um, but so moving from 
the kitchen where we did have a lot of K2 energy and it felt like yeah. um, the, it wasn't, I wouldn't say like an overwhelming feeling or anything like that. You know, it was very neutral. Like obviously we, she just, the cook liked to cook chicken and she didn't want any other cooks she in was her busy. space. She was busy in the kitchen. Right. Like, it's she like. It's like, it's like any, anybody, like when you are busy doing yeah. something or you're making meals, it's like, get out of my way. Don't want anyone else in there. You're right. like, and that's exactly, way. and that's exactly what That's why like her and I time. probably would get along so well yeah. is because there can only be one cook in our kitchen. And yeah. grandma too, like she'd be like, oh, hi. We told her you. not to worry that Linda would not be in her kitchen. Yes. And, and she seemed to take that very well. Yeah. She, she knew. She, she was like, we don't she want was that like, bitch she's up like, in here. She was like, yeah, don't bring, don't be bringing Linda. We, we're kidding. We love you, Linda. Uh, happy birthday, Linda. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Linda. Linda. Yeah, love you. Love you, my wife. Love you. Well, another thing to point out is that she had like a wicked, uh, sarcastic sense of humor. Yes. And very playful, <laughs> but don't mention Matilda. She doesn't like the movie. I'm just kidding. Oh, she yeah. Just, she didn't like being When we compared. were laughing, she just like... Move like, the mic closer sorry. to your mouth. When we started laughing, like she started going, eh, like the the bots was going off and like the other devices. She kept telling you to throw the record. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, throw it. Like, <laughs> you, were, yeah. you were saying. Yeah, she was like, throw it. Do it. Now. <laughs> Damn it. Um, and then. Try it. <laughs> yeah. We moved from the kitchen <sighs> into like the common room or like the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we kind of get things get a little bit more serious. Um, I would say that's mm-hmm. where we met Sylvia. Sylvia yeah. And then this is uh, where she told us, well, actually, V, since you were the one that um, had the spirit box head and the headphones in, why don't you uh, give us a brief rundown on what happened well so the thing that was interesting was that like i felt like like it was more than one person like the four was there uh this is where the four really popped up and it was definitely like this vibe of these rambunctious schoolboys right that's what it was um and I think quite possibly our friend Sylvia, whoever she is, um, maybe she had a heart attack or she got hurt. Maybe she fell down those stairs. Yeah, very possibly. You know, because uh, my shoulder was killing me the moment I walked into that room. And the whole entire time we were talking with this Sylvia, you know, until the four came up. Yeah. You know, and then the four, like, you know, there's all kinds of things. And then she sounded scared. And yeah, like, once we started really, so, um, not to, sorry, to cut, criminals. Yeah. yeah like, not uh, to cut all you things off. were weird. Yeah. It's, so it went from like a normal conversation, like, oh, Sylvia, why are you here? You're here for the children. Like, why, yeah. where do you have any children? She's like, yes, I have children. Um, are they with you? And she said, no. Um, and then she was sad that she wasn't with her children, but she wanted to stay and protect these children that were at the school. Yeah. And 
she kept saying like leave, like get out and, and like yeah like almost like she was, was worried like a warning yeah like, like she yeah. was worried for us and then um this part i definitely there was uh two times in the invested well actually three times in the investigation that um i had a feel like definitely a feeling of like almost uh where i was like that definitely either a very interesting coincidence or something just happened. But one of them was when she was talking um, and on the spirit box, she said, they're here. And that's really when the four, we feel, came into the room. But when she said that, um, myself and my fiance and he's very very skeptical and he even made it a point to tell us that he felt the cool breeze that came in when she said that they're here and it was it was very cold and like the energy just completely shifted into the the room and like v said definitely like joking like they would be like oh it's this person, and then, oh, it's this person. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. It's yeah, yeah, like it was like, just kidding. Yeah. You know, um, and you know something, you know something that I thought was interesting, and I, I'm gonna like, uh, bring it up again towards the end after we've gone through every step of the way, but you know something that I thought was interesting. And you know how we were talking about trickster energy? Right. And so, you know what I thought was interesting? They all said, gotcha. Yep. And it's like, I couldn't tell if that was the same. Right. Whatever. Could have well, been yeah, it could have been. Or, the, obviously, the land could, could be Native American that it was mm-hmm. on, obviously. Um, in Parson Field, you know, there were Native Americans that were living yeah. in that area before it was settled. So it could be, um, you know... Something it could be a residual energy right. that maybe also amplified certain things that happened throughout all these generations mm-hmm. and generations of all these people uh, passing through these halls. Right. I I agree. I also um had the inkling that possibly maybe the four were um not necessarily. Like, because it kept giving us names, but they weren't real names. So I wonder, maybe, especially obviously with the trickster element, maybe that there it was something along the lines of like elementals. Because, um, you know, like I said, that what we felt in the attic was almost like you said, like animalistic. Like, um, and I didn't necessarily get the same feelings about the four, but it made me think of like obviously the four elements. Fire, water, yeah. air. It made me. Earth. It made me think of. So I, I thought maybe you know yeah. obviously those are what's keeping, um, you know, because the four apparently were what's keeping from what we understood from the session. Did you see the uh, Celtic um, knot? Yep, mm-hmm. that was in the bell tower. Yes, I did. I, I also thought that was very interesting. And you know what else was very interesting? Uh, the excess of names, but we'll we'll get back to that once yeah we, yeah once we get over to there. So um, we 
started talking to this four and they weren't really giving us any straight answers, but we did spend a lot of time in there trying to communicate with them through the spirit box. And then eventually we moved on into the library. Yes. Which is where um, there apparently was uh, a librarian who was very protective of the books I was very proud of mm-hmm. the book collection that they had accumulated here at Parsons Field Seminary. They had a decent collection. Yeah, most definitely. Very decent selection. And um, so we got a couple of things on the K2 meter and also um, on the spirit box. Yeah. <clears throat> and then this was my second moment that I'm not very proud of, to, of that happened last night. Um I miss. I think it was Missy said something about, "Oh, you don't like it when people touch your books," and then I literally, very mockingly, ran my finger along multiple books. And right after I did that, I got oh this God. very cold chill just across my body, like somebody all of a sudden was right next to me, Jesus. and I was like, "Oh, yep, yeah, I'm sorry, that was my bad." <laughs> sorry. This is why people <laughs> die in horror movies. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But then I distracted them by talking about the form. Right. Yeah. You know, which then I did pull up some things and I thought it was interesting. I agree. No, just because obviously, as you, as you said, um, once it gets into like the, um, like tarot cards and even just what the four represent, um, and because it also had to do with, I'll, sorry, I'll let you. Yeah, like, like when I started looking up for and I'm reading about it, and like I said, like the two cards in the major arcana that was associated in, then it said the man, you know, and it's like, oh, well, the emperor was a card, so let's go and check it out. Right. And like, you know, it had a lot to do with, uh, rules instructor, instruction, like, you know, like, you know, like it was really, um, I opening also um I bet some I bet it was somebody's child. We should look and see about like the principal or anybody that had children yeah. that were attending there. Well, that's what I think in the next well, like when we're in the next part, that's when we get the um the M word and then we also get um like we we start talking a little bit more about who or was it there that we were talking about who the man was i can't quite remember so we'll just talk about it it was in the library was it where we i were, remember where because we i was about, reading because i was reading oh that's off right everything you know i was um, telling the whole time and then it was room. like yeah we were talking about which man um and there they were talking about Did how say john um, I'm not sure if it was John or... I remember John was mentioned in the common room because that's who... Um, what was her name? Sylvia. Oh, Sylvia. Sylvia said she was afraid. Right. Of John. John. Um, um, which is very interesting. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. And then um, we asked if... We never found out who these criminals were. Right, no. exactly. But... But um, there's another thing though right. that like could may have something to yeah, do. Yeah, when that. we get to talk about the yeah. the bell tower, the watchtower. Um mm-hmm. but what was what kind of stood out at least in this room for us was that 
Um, or at least for me, I would say personally, I can't speak for all of us, but I noticed that, um, when we were talking about the man, it, we asked a question, like, do you have kids that went there? And he said, uh, no, or I tried like something along yeah. the lines of I yeah. tried and when we were researching <laughs> almost like if he was being a, like a father figure right to, right to like very possibly know. or also there was um a teacher that lived on the premises and mm. when Andrew was reading through uh his little thing that he was talking about um one of the teachers was caught sneaking into the girls dormitory yes do you remember that so oh I, my god so i wonder i wonder oh, I totally oh, wow i didn't that. even think about so that maybe that right now what he was talking about um because that kind of just clicked when he said that and then we were talking about that um for me that it very possibly maybe he wasn't trying to be a father to these people, but he was trying to like knock up one of the students or was in love with one of the female that's, students that went there. That's kind of what my thought turned hmm. to, but not necessarily with the students, but maybe with one of the female staff or. Right. Well, like, yeah, like I kind of was getting that kind of vibe, but it was just like, or was it about because we kept talking about these four and I was just like, you know, from what I was reading, I was like, I wonder if this has any significance, you know, just in case if it wasn't like four people or like if maybe it was just an energy about right this association with four. Right. That's um, very possible. You know, which makes me want to check out seven and eight again, too. Yeah. Well, I think so. Once Mara left, there was eight people in the group. So it could have been talking about us. That was that's also a possible theory. But so yeah. all right, so then we leave this building, which was the Doe Hall, and we move over to uh the main building where actually all of these classes took place. Oh, before actually we do that. So when we were in the common room. The four kept talking about going into the basement. Yeah. So this is a very <laughs> interesting part of the investigation for us. We, um, they kept talking about going into the basement and the Parsons Field Seminary actually has a haunted house that they do every year. Um, so that's where all the props, there's a lot of stuff set up down there for this haunted house which unfortunately they can't do because of covid but they are doing a drive-through haunted house so if you live in the area and you want to check it out definitely support them uh you know it's they've been doing this for years i think yeah. this she said that this was going to be like their 60th year or something Absolutely. crazy like that and i think didn't she mention that this was the first year that she didn't receive a uh, government funding or state funding right exactly so so yeah, any if any extra help that you can help, um, you know, is greatly appreciated through them. And um, but I just thought it was interesting because they very obviously were trying to get us to go into the basement, yeah. and that's why I think that it definitely has a lot more to do with um, them kind of being tricksters so that they could kind of feed off of our energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the other group also mentioned that they also said that someone or some things try to get them to go down to the basement. 
Right. They Well, they did end up going down to the basement. Oh, yeah, okay. they did go to the basement. We never did. Right. We went to the library and instead. Instead, just because we were running out of time. I'm not sure if that's up or before or after I left because I missed that part where they said they went on to the basement. No. Yeah. Well, it was when, that we, was when the, we were crossing paths. When oh, you're in okay. the other. Yeah, we were in the other building. So, um, so now we move into from the Doe Hall to the main school building where all the classes took place. Yeah. And um, this was really interesting and a completely different vibe. Right. Exactly. Um, we first we went into uh, one of the side rooms and uh, Vanessa was pacing and we kept getting... Um, you know, it wouldn't answer any of the questions, but it kept saying stop. And I felt like this this whole entire time from the moment we got in there, right? I felt like I, I felt interesting. Like I thought it was really interesting and I was paying attention to all the feedback that we were getting from, you know, the voice box. And everything walking around and like, you know, I was walking around trying to like, see, cause everybody else was stagnant. So mm-hmm. I was the only one moving in the room and I was just trying to see if some of the responses that we were getting was in association to me because it felt like it. Right. And uh, I felt like there was quite a few times and I would deliberately just be trying to, you know, push my limits right without even like completely voicing exactly what i was doing because i want to see right correct what would happen from my own motions you know (laughs) and everybody else asking questions you know and then but it was just like everything else it was like hmm yeah Yeah, it's i mean it's definitely getting very interesting responses right um and then so we continued uh into the other room on the other side and that's where um we got some spirit box activity as far as um i know stop laughing at him uh so we got some spirit box activity and it said that someone had been murdered um and but it didn't have like we that in that in that yeah. room we didn't get very much it just that was the only thing that i really remember standing out to me is that it said somebody was murdered um and then it talked about the monsters and then there was a ch- like there was a child yep there was a child see there were some there were some things in there that like some of it it seemed like some of it was very like it was very memory like right you know and but i have to say i think that place definitely has its fair share of wonderful loving memories oh yeah 100 yeah, percent. and then definitely some dark some dark memories in there well and- i mean even just with the uh slaves obviously passing through you know on their journey just the things and like I also firmly believe in, obviously, they're there, like, uh, the woman who is in charge there, Judy, she was explaining that, um, you know, this, the slaves used to come there and, um, when they were on their way to, from the Underground Railroad and, like, tell the children their story. And, like, you know, it kind of, 
you know, these people who had these terrible lives that were running around on the Underground Railroad were finally, you know, almost to freedom and they were sharing their story. So, you know, that obviously could, that energy could have imprinted on there. And, you know what I mean? Even though none of it happens there is just still like this, that place yeah. serves such a larger purpose. Yeah. It was, um, hold on. Uh, just one thing that I did want to mention before we talk about anything else was, so the Parsons Field Seminary, this building that uh, we're talking about right now, actually burned down in 18, I think it was 53, I no. Be- I believe that's it. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, 1853, um, there was a mysterious fire. Yeah, that's uh, right. And it burned down the building killing at least three students mm-hmm. and two mm-hmm. um runaway slaves or yep uh which brings up the possible criminal aspect cuz yes. uh those since obviously they were runaway slaves technically they are criminals yes cuz i remember saying like uh that happened when we were in the common room right that's when that was first mentioned. Right, exactly. Um, which I actually, I found very, very interesting. Um, and then, so the, I, there wasn't anything else too crazy that happened um, in that room. And then we moved and went up into the attic, correct? Or the, sorry, not the attic, the bell tower slash mm-hmm. attic. Um, and it was very interesting because not only was there a ton of shit in there, <laughs> No offense. Hopefully Judy's not listening to this. We're not judging you, Judy. You do a wonderful job. <laughs> you do. Uh, Thank they just, you. They just had a lot of, um, like, I'm sure that their costumes or dresses, they had, like, a lot of clothes up there and, like, other random stuff that would have been in the um, school that was very possibly left by other people. But there were people's names everywhere. The names were unbelievable. I... I could not get over it. Like, at the time, I wish I was taking more pictures or videos of that. But it was hard for me to get the light on it because, you know, I, we didn't have any flashlights. Right. And um, the names and the stories and the things that they were talking about, you know, that's where there were so many memories. I felt so much nostalgia right. while we were up there. And especially with Adeline Towley. Towley, yeah. That name was everywhere. Everywhere. Like, I probably saw that name in big print, little print, but it was the same signature all over the place. And the funny thing is, so she was like, um, you know, like this name. And then when, when I got home, like I said, I went down the um, obituary road. But I found she married. So it was Adeline Weeks or Adeline Weeks um, at her time of death. But she didn't die until 2006 or sorry, 2013. She was like literally like 98 <laughs> like it's crazy she outlived her husband no, uh, who unfortunately died in 1973 or something like that um 
It was very, very interesting. And like I said, if you just Google Parsons Field Seminary obituaries, there's all types of obituaries of these people that have gone, you know, because like I said, or like Vanessa said, that Parsons Field Seminary was this crazy, or no, maybe it was Mara. Either way, somebody said it. Yeah. Um, but it was this school that pretty much was your ticket into Harvard. People used to come from all around as far as Illinois to go to this school so that they could have prospects to, mm-hmm. you know, go into Harvard. Now, I'm not sure if you guys mentioned this while I was away, but uh, did we mention Bartlett or Ghosts naming herself as Bartlett? No, we did not. Oh, I saw it. But is that what we heard last night? I forgot. I thought they mentioned some that name. Uh, it might have. I, I honestly can't remember. There, there was a lot of activity, so it's hard for me to no, absolutely. remember specifics um, unless it was something that really, yeah. uh, you know, kind of like stuck in my mind. No, just because while I was reviewing information about the seminary, there was a man named Bartlett, and he actually donated a large sum of money to help repair the school, which included the bell tower. Right. Yeah. Because that whole area had burned down. Um, and then uh, they actually <clears throat> rebuilt a smaller, like the one that's built was a little bit smaller than the original one, um, but they built it in a year. So that's very, yeah. very um Amazing. And then, like I said, as we continued up into the attic slash bell tower, um, you know, we were, you know, looking at all of the uh, writing and all the different names. You know, like I said, some of these went back to, you know, the early 1920s, as far as I could see. Um, And we decided to do a spirit box section in the watchtower. And... Um, we were, there's a, apparently a man with a beard that's said to be in the watchtower. Mm-hmm. And when we asked if there was a man with a beard, someone did say yes. Um, but also there was where the rope was in the actual bell tower. Um, I kept seeing a very small shadow. Like it was like the shadow of possibly, the little girl that had been with us downstairs that had maybe come upstairs or um, maybe this man is also um, protecting this little girl or was hiding her away or Vanessa has possibly an alternate theory of what might have been happening up in this attic slash watchtower area. Yeah. The <clears throat> so with this attic, you know, where we were up there, I felt that not the especially when we moved out of the area that was the main bell tower. Um, when we got in the rest of the area, I really want to try to look into. Anything else that happened in this place outside of this time when this place was actually being used as a school. Right. Um, especially with some of the dates that happened later on, it kind of made me think I'm like, I don't think they were students. Right. Some of the things that were in there, I think it was people going to party. 
Very, I, yeah, think, very I think possibly. I think people like you know just because I mean it's very common in like anywhere. I mean we did it right. like you know so it's it's quite possible that even some of the energies that are in there right um could be from people who lived locally and they would break in there go or go in there have and parties or like it, because I feel like just especially in that area if you were going to do something like that. I feel like that's the area where it all would have taken place. Right. Most definitely. Um, and it was very interesting. Like I said, there's a lot of chalk there. Um, at one point, um, we were kind of asking, like, you know, why um, we went over or um, Missy went over into the corner and uh she brought her thing over and she said that she kind of felt like uh maybe something was there and then she got like this weird feeling because it said something about um pushing or falling and then right to the right side of her was a big window that someone very easily could get pushed out of if the the window wasn't closed you could very easily because it literally came up to a little bit below your knees so very easily you could have been uh, pushed out this window and maybe that was this man's fate or this person's fate whoever is trapped there because uh you know we weren't really sure um and then we moved downstairs into kind of like the theater or um that area and when we were there um it kept trying to get us to go back upstairs mm -hmm. which i thought was very interesting um and then uh, Vanessa ended up having her own very special experience, which I kind of <sighs> agree, because maybe necessarily it wasn't trying to get us to go back upstairs. It was trying to get Vanessa to go back upstairs, and I'll let her explain about I, that. Uh, yeah, so like as when we were in the second building, I felt like there was something specifically signaling me out. Right. Um. And it wasn't like it wasn't like aggressive, but it was almost like it felt like I was being defiant, right, against it. And um, I think maybe they like it was probably residual energy, right, from the underground, the underground railroad. Uh, considering you know uh, the moment I took the headphones, you know, it kept saying Negro. <laughs> Uh, it was like it was convincing me to go upstairs. Right. And it wasn't like it was aggressive. It was no. almost like it was trying you, to help you, you hide. Yeah. Hurry. You got to yeah. go hide. Like you got to go hide. There's more up there. Like go just go hide. Like it's fine. Like you can be here. Right. You know, and it's like, you know, and I'm over here. I'm walking around. I'm walking over by windows and everything. And it's all like stop or it's bitch. Right. It's like, you know, it's like, it's like, are you listening? Right. You know, it was almost like I'm trying to do you a favor. Well, and then it kind of makes me think. So remember how you said you kept seeing like there was an arm out the window? Maybe that was the signal for the people that they put yes. like a lantern out or something like that to signify those sleeves to come out of the woods. Cause obviously a lot of times I, did. I, I kept seeing that and I couldn't stop going over there because I was like, 
I really feel like I'm seeing something. Right. I was like, like I'm seeing it very clear. And I'm like, I don't understand. I was like, let me just go look over there. Maybe it's a tree branch or something. You know, like maybe I'll see some bugs or something by the light. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. It was very, very creepy Um, as far as just the overall uh like once you got on there it was kind of like i said it it makes sense um and i agree with you that i definitely think that that was directed to you i think that there was definitely some activity that was directed to all three of us you me and missy but i also think like i like i said to you and to her that it had a lot it has a lot to do with the fact that we're all empaths and even two Mm -hmm. of the girls in the other group um, one most definitely, um, was a little bit of an older woman and she said that she could feel, you know, she walked into this one room and like, you know, she got this burning pain in the, on her back. And then another room, um, she felt, or when she said she went into the basement, I think she said that she felt like she almost had to like push through. Um, in all honesty, I'm kind of glad that we didn't go into the basement cause I fucking hate basements to begin with. I didn't, I don't even like going into nice basements yeah <laughs> like i do not want any part of the fucking basements <laughs> i do not like being underground you know and it's like <clears throat> i thought that was something that i found just very interesting um and i felt that the majority of the time when we were spending all our time in that building right it's like i just felt like there was so much there was so much, even when everybody was asking, I really felt like whatever we were interacting with was paying very close attention to what I was specifically doing, right. too. And also, I mean, um, in case you guys have never seen pictures of Vanessa, she's black. Yeah, um, surprise, guys. And, I know, I have a really good cover uh, she voice. Was the only, <laughs> she was the only black person there. I was the only I was the only um, Negro. You were the only <laughs> Negro there. Uh, so I also thought that that uh, was very interesting is that because you were the only person of color there that, um, you know, you had this profound experience as far as it I was it very was interesting. addressing, you know, you it really much. was. It wasn't as much in the other building. Right. But when we were in there, it was very, very clear <laughs> that it was paying attention to my every right. move from every part that we were in. Even when we were in the bell tower right. and we're looking around and it's telling me to stop and it was telling me to be scared. Right. You know, and I'm like, no. Like, you know, yeah. I'm like, no, like, I'm not, there's no need for me yeah, to be scared. These are different But it times. was like, you know, it was like, be scared, like, look out, right. like, watch out, like, you know, it's yeah, like. protect it, yourself. Yeah. And I think that that's, um, you know, there's been multiple people who have gone there and said that there's, you know, all these dark energies. There definitely is something there that may not be human that, like I said, maybe. Um, you know, it's this four are either, you know, people that attended this school or maybe they're elementals that protect the, the land. Uh, you know, there's a lot of possibilities, but I definitely didn't feel any, like I've definitely felt negative energy before. There was and I, definitely some dark 
There's yeah, memories. definitely dark energy, but it wasn't so negative where you know what I mean. But I mean, we it both was been more. In that I'd say situation. it was more like there was there was trauma, right? Yeah, there was a, there was definitely feeling. clear like trauma right. within the place, uh-huh. but different kinds of trauma. Like you know, you had you definitely had. The fire victims, right? Exactly. Definitely. Yeah, being burned alive or dying from smoke inhalation itself is, you know, is a terrible way to die. Um, you know, there was child, like there was something very significant about like children, something like children being traumatized, right? In some way, very confused. Um, some of that. Yeah, a lot of times we would ask, um if people were dead when they were communicating with us, some mm-hmm. people were like, yeah, other people are like, especially the younger spirits seem to be a lot more confused. Yeah. They were very <laughs> confused. Uh, they were, con- yeah, they were definitely confused. They would say, um, we'd be like, are you dead? And they'd be like, I don't know. I think so. Or like, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean, like they weren't really sure what happened and like they were we like were, kids yeah exactly and then talking well, to kids right exactly uh so all right i think that we should uh you know wrap up mara why don't you give us your interpretation of what you think um you know parsonsfield seminary as far as your experience there and uh, would you recommend it to other people, especially as a skeptic? I'm very interested to hear your opinion. Yeah. Well, you know, me being the, oh God, what is her name for Ed's Files? Scully. Scully <laughs> of the group. I wish, right? I'm like the dollar bin version of Scully, if I can say that. But um, so my experience was very interesting. Well, I would say I am a skeptic. I am. I still kind of open myself because I can't be completely like, okay, yeah, no, I screw that. Like, nothing can happen. Like, nothing, you know, is of this world and so on. And so when I went in there, I noticed, like, my mood shifting. Like, I could definitely feel at points, like, when we were in the attic, like, I felt my knees being brushed against by something and, like, there was a pressure on my chest. And then... When we went to, was it the common room when right. we talked to Sylvia? Yeah. So when I, uh, when I put on the headphones for the spirit box, I was surprised to hear frequent playback and conversation from Sylvia. So, I mean, I was a little freaked out at first and admittedly, like, you know, mm. as the night went on, I was just kind of like, um, okay, like if sh- shit goes south, I may have to sit down a lot of here. I mean, not that it was like, and then feel in danger, but you know what I mean? Right. Like, like, it's like scary. I said, yeah. It can be spooky. Yeah. Especially if, if you're, um, like not used to doing things like this, like, as you know, Vanessa and I have done stuff like this, not to this exact level where there's so many people, but we've done it with, you know, we've done, we've done quite a few of these types of expeditions, you know, with even just the two of us. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it it was, it's some, I like doing these larger groups because I, it's almost like we have more. Mm-hmm. Um, to work with more people that are kind of like, oh, like, you know, more that can cut more minds and more energy about to help. Right. 
everything get out there, mm-hmm. you know, because like the power in numbers, baby. Right. No, absolutely. I feel like <clears throat> with all the energy in the group that like, I think mm-hmm. it kind of allowed for that response that we received since, you know, where yeah. the ghosts were kind of social and whatnot. And uh, I would say like, so I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised when I first came. Well, when I first went there, I you know, I kind of hoped something would happen, but I wasn't really expecting the response that we got, especially with Vanessa and her experiences. And so I would say as a skeptic, I was, you know, I think I am, you know, I pleasantly surprised, Well, pleasantly surprised and, you know, <clears throat> kind of more open now thinking, OK, you know, there is definitely something there and. And also looking at the facts, you know, afterwards and say, like, oh, wow, okay, there was a, you know, Grits and John's, like, you know. A common name. Yeah, yeah name. you know. And also we got other names, Ed, Tim, mm-hmm. um, uh, what was the other one? There you was said Sherman. Sherman, yeah, Kim. Kim. Um, and then the other group got other names as well. Um, but I also thought it was very interesting, and I talked to Vanessa about this and Mara about it as well, that. Um, because, uh, Missy, Vanessa, and I are, we're all empaths, and I feel like Missy's husband might have some type of empathic or, like, uh, psychic ability, Mm -hmm. um, that he may be repressing, that, you know, we had a lot of activity between all of us, and, um, also they brought their older daughter along, and she had, um, some stuff happen Yeah, I noticed that, too. Uh, so... You know, I definitely think that we had a lot of energy that they could kind of pick up on because obviously we are like, you know, beams of light in the darkness when we go into these types of places. So that's why, you know, we always have to be very careful about making sure that nothing comes home with us, making sure that nothing, you know, tries to follow us home. Um, We had to say multiple times last night uh, to, you know, make sure... And then, you know, even on the new moon, Vanessa and I are both going to, you know, smudge our houses yeah. to make sure that anything that might be lingering from, uh, yeah. you know, what happened. <clears throat> so, you know, it's definitely was a very interesting experience, I think, for all of us. Yeah, and, no, absolutely. I agree. Um, Something that's also going to keep me busy, too, because I really want to look a little bit more into the actual History, what's on right. file about anything going on in there. Right. Well, over which the is, years, a, you is know, another... because I feel like there's a lot of things, you know, that may very well be on some type of public record. Right. Some way that, or we can I'm sure you could it. too, if you, um, you know, uh, arrange something with Judy, you know, yeah. volunteer wise. I'd, I'd like if to you're go interesting, through, um, you know, uh, I'd like to go through some of that stuff because. I it was really interesting. And I wanna I wanna figure out what possibly that for right. was definitely because it was mentioned multiple times. Throughout like throughout the whole experience. Right, exactly. I agree. You know, it's like there's some the this for is really interesting. Um I'm fascinated by it and I really would like to uh look into it more. No, definitely. And, well, what I found interesting is uh, about the four, you know, just before we sign off was, 
that at one point they mentioned that five people were there, correct? Right. Yeah. And while granted, there was more likely than more than just five who died because, you know, we had some numbers saying it was eight or more. But I felt like it could have been the four being two of the students and then two of the fugitive slaves. And maybe the the extra student was kind of like a carry on or wasn't really a part of the group, but kind of is, you know, type of thing. Very, yeah, very possibly. I also mm-hmm. think that Judy said that eight people died from, like, what she, yeah, in the fire, fire that they believe that eight people died, but definitely the three students and the two um, <clears throat> uh, runaway slaves. And then um, another thing that came up quite common was the number seven and yeah. the number eight, um, which was interesting because uh, Mara eventually got tired, so she went just because obviously yeah, it was so it was so late at night. So she went and like I'm slept old. in the car, <laughs> and then um, so there was eight of us. You yeah. know, went from nine to eight, um, and then the seven. Um, apparently, there was there would be six, and then it was seven, and then. Um, so maybe it would, there was the sick, there are six children there and then Sylvia was protecting them or watching over them. Yeah. But I think all in all, it was a great investigation and I want to yeah. once again, thank, um, Missy and Richie of Paranormal 5 and... Thanks for uh, having us. Thanks for inviting yes, us. Thank yes, thank you. Most, it was a you know, fun time. For having that. Event. Yeah, and the fantastic. main Paranormal Society, um, yeah. they'll be at the Parafest, which is, I think, next weekend. Um, so if you're in Maine and you want something to do, you check out Parafest uh, in, I think it's somewhere in East Maine. But, yeah. uh, you know, definitely a good time. And um, any of you ladies have any other final notes you want to add before we sign off? For anybody that is doing paranormal investigations, no matter which way you feel on it, whether you believe in it, whether you're a skeptic, always be respectful. Right. Absolutely. Always be respectful. No matter how you feel about this stuff, I think respect is always the most key thing here because you never know. Right, exactly. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> and on that note, I'm just going to brag about Judy and Parsons Field Seminary really quickly oh, before okay. we fi- finish up. So they have, I don't know if anybody that listens to us is from um, around there. But if you haven't been to Parsons Field Seminary, they have a couple of different events throughout the year. Um, they have like a very fancy um, tea party yeah. that they do, it's like a, a Victorian, Victorian tea. Yeah, the yeah. Victorian tea party. I like party. how she was talking about that. Uh, I was like, that sounds like so much fun. They it also does. do like a craft fairs and like different things. They also have like some uh, music concerts throughout the year. They have other paranormal investigators that come through and do that. They also have, um, you know, they rent it out for weddings, baby showers, you know, whatever pretty much you need Mm -hmm. it for. So it is open to the public. Also, if you live around that area, they can always use help with volunteers just because obviously um, any type of donations, just because they're not getting as much government funding as they should be getting, um, unfortunately, 
you know, but they do an amazing job keeping up the place. So I would definitely recommend maybe if you're in that area, checking out one of the events there because the money just goes back into um, the community. Yeah, exactly. Parsons yeah. Field Seminary and keeping it running. Yeah. Now I wanted to also uh, just reiterate, you know, the fantastic uh, words and ideas about uh, the seminary, just not only because it's such a beautiful building, but just because of the historical significance and um, how it was one of the leading um, abolitionist uh, movement, uh, well, you know, movements across the country. So, you know, I think that, you know, that's worth, you know, either donating or volunteering to. And they also, you know, like Rachel said, help out the community nowadays. So (coughs) definitely recommend checking them out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and on that note, once again, thank you to Paranormal yes, Dive. Yes. Thank you to the main Paranormal Society. No, thank you. The only person's thank name you, I remember is you, Jen. You. Jen, you're amazing. <laughs> Jen, you're wonderful. And oh, we had a great time. Yeah, yeah we had a great time, and hopefully, you guys great enjoyed kick off to the spooky season. Yes, exactly. Happy we just October, wanted to people. start get Happy you in the October. mood. Yeah. And on that note, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day, night, weekend. You know it. You, know. Yeah. you do it. You know the deal. Have a great spooky season. Keep wearing now. those masks and keeping six feet away. Yeah. Ew. Ah. Get your get your six feet poles. Keep those motherfuckers away. And on that note, we hope you guys stay weird and we hope you could handle the truth. And have a have a good one. Woo! Bye. Peace.